Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Breaking Barriers. Today, I am extremely excited to announce we have our guest here, Michelle Han, over there in Singapore right now, aka the Chill Mom. Uh, Michelle, I'm actually really excited because, you know, one of the things like me growing up, my mom, my grandma, a lot of the people who were like my heroes motivated me and got me really excited to be who I am today, uh, which is obviously an entrepreneur, um, came from those two ladies, right? And, and the thing is, is that like, you know, they, they were, again, my grandma retired, you know, as I was getting older, obviously my mom was, uh, you know, had five, five children. I was the oldest of five. So they were always home, right? But they were always making moves, doing things from home. And that's why the chill mom, like, you know, the, the whole concept, what you're doing, I think is so amazing. Um, and I would love for you to do a little intro and talk about who you are, what you do, just for the, for the ladies out there, for the men out there, so they can know who you are. Right, hi there, hey John, and hey John's listener. My, I'm Michelle Hahn. Um, the Chill Mom's really the name of my blog. So um, what happened is that I quit. I had a F&B business before I had a child. So I got, um, yeah, yeah, so I had an F&B business and then I was pregnant with my first child. And um, right after she was born, I was my priority just shifted. I can't be in a 13-hour day business and care for this newborn child. So I had to give that up and became a stay-at-home mom. So I mm. thought, okay, you know, I'll just, that's fine. Cause you know, my, my husband is um, in a tech startup. He's doing all right. And I thought, fine, I'll just be lady of ledger, you know, just stay at home yeah. with my baby and it'll be all fine. But within, I think in, within six months, I was really bored out of my head and um, not having financial independence. Um, I was just not feeling fulfilled because um, my background is totally different from yours where, um, because in Asia and my mom was a stay-at-home mom and um, my dad was not very, um, let's just say he wasn't a very good dad and wasn't a very faithful husband either. And right. that like back 40 years ago, women in Asia and divorce is very frowned upon. So she, because not having financial independence, she had to stay. And mm. I felt like she had given up um, her dreams for us. Right. And not having that financial independence. And she and and she also um she had asthma and she passed away when she was only 34. Mm. So I told myself I would never get myself in that situation where I'm fully dependent on another person financially. Right. So that independence was very important to me. So I, I was really six, like, you know, that six months being at home, I was just feeling really restless. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll just start a blog from home. And I was, you know, really serious looking at blogging. And um, I still remember my first job, it was $50 to write a blog post for a, mm. a retail brand. And I was like, oh, so this is something I can do, you know, like my, my baby by my side, I can earn a little bit of money. Um, but once I got really serious into it and I look into branding and, you know, proper blogging for money and um, as a business, 
then yeah so it somehow grew into a maternity concierge business where i help expecting parents plan the arrival of their babies and because i'm no longer just a blogger i was getting paid a lot more now to write a blog post now i charge um a thousand six hundred dollars for a 500 words blog post and um, and you know it's been seven years now uh so a lot of my followers my readers have sort of grown up with me the kids you know from the time they were pregnant because my blog was very focused on the pregnancy and early motherhood and so they were like hey so you know now that they're over having babies and they see me starting this business from home so they've been asking me so how did you start a business from home so i've been getting a lot of those questions so that's right. how into mom boss academy which i just started last year so i now teach moms on how to build and grow a business from home so that's I my love that. that's I love, my you know the, the best part the best part about your story though is that like this this blog slash business came about through number one obviously your past with your mother and you creating these these fundamental morals that like you're not going into that situation and you know, obviously, in having a child and wanting to be there with with your child, and and I love that you started this all like a blog popped up. Your first thing, your first gig came up, and you're like, "Oh, this is exciting!" Like, yeah, you you created. It's almost like you created this business, and you know, but it's built around your life now, and and that's awesome because a lot of times people create the, they create their businesses, and it's not built around their life. They build their business, and it's inconvenient for their life. And they're just looking at the money aspect of it and they're not mm -hmm. looking at their you know their family's health you know their their relationships you know mm -hmm. all those other things business just takes over and and the one thing that i think this pandemic has showed every business owner especially myself right mm -hmm. is that like for the past 10 years you know I, I started my business when i was 17 years old in my parents basement and mm -hmm. and for me like i had my family had financial issues growing up you know we were on food stamps my my again being oldest of five we almost lost our house you know my my dad had some issues too you know and so so growing up for me like i really vibe with you and i understand that and you know i built this business so for 10 years of my life from when i was a kid to now i've only just been working 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 um you know and i and when i met my wife and we started, you know, obviously when we got married and stuff. Um, for me, the craziest, the craziest thing was that, you know, we've been married now for two years and change. But like, the thing is, is that like part of our marriage up until this point right now, I've been up early and gone and I've been home late, right? And so I haven't always been around all the time. Um, and I'm always on my phone working. Um, so it's like, you know, it's like it never ends. But this pandemic, to your point, is it's shifted a lot of people's thought process because now the thing mm -hmm. is, is that business there's there's a difference between being self-employed and being a yeah. business owner right if you're self-employed that means that you are an employee to your business right exactly. you're working nine to five or 24 hours and you know your business requires your attention and it is a is a monster that sucks your time yeah. Um, when, and then when you're a business owner, this is what I learned, obviously going to Tony Robbins, who I highly suggest, um, when I went to the Tony Robbins UPW, um, you know, when you're a business owner you put the right people in the right places, you set up the right systems, the right processes, and it doesn't suck your time. You don't need to be there on a, you know, every day, every second, every minute schedule, right? 
And so what you just said is amazing because again, the child that you had and you not wanted to be in, you know, the F and B, you know, at the end of the day, you being able to be home and still make moves, that's mm -hmm. powerful. And I think that th that's this pandemic showed us all. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and what, what would you say would be one of your top, I would say two tips for any, for anybody actually, whether it's a mother or father, because actually, I, I actually know people who are stay at home dads. Mm -hmm. um, um, what would be two piece of, pieces of advice you'd give anybody who's staying at home but wants to start their own business? Um, I think it's just, just start really. I think a lot yeah. of people, they don't start because it's the, it's the fear that holds them back. Right. Um, like the, the, the fear of unknown. I'm like, right. okay, I, yeah, but yeah, everybody, you, you don't know what you don't know. And I think for mm -hmm. me, the, number, the biggest struggle I probably had was just, just over myself. It wasn't like the technical aspect of things. It's like, because nowadays, anything you don't know, you just Google. You can find it. 100%. Or, that further, like yourself, you know, go look for a mentor. I had multiple mentors that really, I find that as soon as I have a mentor, like every time I... I know that I'm I'm stuck in certain way, and I find myself a mentor. It just accelerates so quickly. I right. I can never imagine um, myself doing what I'm doing right now when I first started. You know, right. I never that I should brand myself. I should actually go beyond just just being a blogger and writing for someone else and not building a brand for myself. So that's right. all came from learning from other people. So yeah, so the first step is to get over yourself and just go mm -hmm. seek the knowledge that you need and. One step at a time, like, you know, a lot of people like we, we look at other people who are like five steps or five years ahead of us and think, oh, I should do that. But you are in your first year and just enjoy being your first year and then right. you know, make mistakes. And because I yeah, I think that the harder, the longer you've been in business, the, the more followings you've grown. It's actually mm -hmm. harder to make mistakes, right? It's like so much more at stakes. But when you're first started, no one really knows you. Just, yeah, just, it's just, just like a child, just go play. Don't just worry go about for it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny because when I first started the business when I was 17, one of the mm -hmm. big, one of the big inspirations and in virtual mentors for me was Steve Jobs. And so uh -huh. Steve, Steve Jobs, he always had this saying, um, and he said it at his commencement speech uh, for, at Stanford University. Um, he said, you know, his whole life, you know, he came, you know, he was adopted, was poor, went to Stanford College, then couldn't afford it anymore and stopped having his, his parents pay for it. Um, and he dropped in on classes. But he said that for his for for the beginning of his like business career, he was mm -hmm. hungry and he was foolish. Right hungry enough to like do whatever it takes but foolish enough to not know that you know it's not perfect so he kept going um yeah and, and i always live by that and and i remember the first year i was in business um my my accountant sat me down he said he said come in the office for a meeting and he's like john you only made four thousand dollars this year he's like this is he's like this is not good he's like this is not good he's like, the whole year you made only four thousand exactly. and i was like I was like, but I didn't lose any money. I was like, I made four thousand, and he's like, no, this is a bad thing, and and you know what? And like to your point, it was like, you know what? I was excited about the opportunity to learn, and so I just kept going and I kept going, and and thank God, you know, because like I didn't me personally, I didn't go to college. 
I so again, I started the business when I was 17. So by the time, by the time college could have been around, you know, I already had a, a six figure business. So I, I didn't want to go to school. So I, I kept building it. And the one of the things that I'm so happy about, because there are certain aspects in life now that like I'm very educated on, right? And so if somebody comes to me and they're gonna do something risky, I'm always like, wait a second, think about it. Are you sure you wanna do this? Where yeah. I know that me, you know, me being a trailblazer, I would probably just do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, it's when you, when you know a lot in a, in a specific field, it pulls back your foolishness. And yeah. so you have a lot less risk you're willing to take to your point. Exactly. Actually, we have a lot in similarity. I kind of quit college twice. I gave up. <laughs> oh, nice. Look at that. <laughs> Same. Look at that. Um, because I started modeling when I was 16 and a half, when I was still in mm -hmm. high school. So I was making money for myself already. Then right. um, as soon as uh, we got um, our SBM, which is like an O level, I'm not sure what right. Equilibrium in in um in America, right. um, I had a pretty good result. So I could have got into college, but then you know I was making good money modeling, traveling the the region Asia, and uh, yeah, I just kept going. And then I thought, okay, I, I should I should I should go and you know get some sort of qualification. So I enrolled right. myself in the uni, and I think mm -hmm. I went for like two semester, and then I was just like, no, sorry, gotta go. <laughs> but you know what it is. <clears throat> what made you think that you should go do it? I don't know. It's a bit more like the society pressure, maybe like, oh, everyone has a piece of paper. And I right. saw I can't be a model forever. And then what what do I have to fall back on? I mean, I was 19. Right. So, you know, I was doing the um, responsible thing, you know, go up, go and right. okay, earn enough money. I can pay myself for my studies mm -hmm. because you know, I can't afford it. So yeah, I enroll myself. I'm like, this is so expensive and, and it's taking my time away. I can't take on jobs. So let's just, nah, let's, this is not working. <laughs> so let's, let's continue modeling until I was 24 and I gave that up again and I moved to Australia and I enrolled myself to study again. Mm. And I actually finished, I actually completed my diploma, but I never got, went back to collect my cert. Mm, no way. <laughs> exactly. I actually finally completed just a diploma, not a degree, but I didn't even go back to collect my certificate. It's just like no use because by then right. I was already, you know, I got my uh, permanent residency in Australia and I was working. I was like, hmm, no need for it. Can't be right, bored. I'm good. I'm good now. You know what? Yeah. So, but that's, see, that's the interesting part. And I always, I always get really hung up on that because you know, when I was when I was not going to go to college, um, you know, actually funny enough. So I my I felt the same kind of society pressure. Um, mm -hmm. Like if I don't go to college, I'm going to be a failure or people are not going to you know look at me different because, um, you know, going back 10 years ago, you know, people it wasn't cool to, to not go to college. It was like, what, what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. what's wrong with you? And I got all that pressure too. And I, so, so I actually went for one semester. Um, <laughs> I went for one semester to a county college here. And, and I'll never forget it because I already had my business started, right? So my business was already started. And so for me, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm just going to take everything and apply it to adapting social. And mm -hmm. so I went and there was one teacher there who I took a business class and a marketing class. And 
So this guy, I told him my whole business plan, what I was going to do. And, and so we had to do this big project. And long story short, he told me that I couldn't use my business for the project. And I told him, I was like, why? I was like, that's why I'm here. Like, I'm here to do yeah. this and learn for my business. So he, he allowed me to use my business. Fast forward, at the end of the project, he told me in front of the whole classroom, this is never going to work. He said, mm. I did, he's like, I did marketing for big time casinos, all this other stuff. He said, you know, you're a kid. You don't know anything about marketing. And he really put me down in front of the whole class, right? Oh. So long story short, I said, I said, you know, you know, go screw yourself kind of. And <laughs> I, I, I actually stopped going. And fast forward a couple of years later, you know, I saw him, right? I saw him out and I was like, oh, I was like, cause we were at a trade show and I had my business, my table and booth. And at the time, you know, we, now I have, uh, I have, I have like uh, 30 full-time employees. Nice. So, so we're like, I'm like jamming. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go say hi to this guy. So I go up to him. I'm like, how you doing? He's like, oh, how? he's like, he was surprised to see me. He's like, how you doing? And oh, he still remembers was, you. Think. Yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was such a satisfying moment because it was like, you know, again, being a teacher, you know, especially I love teachers. Like, you know, sir, good teachers will help you and, so, and they'll teach you lessons in life that like, you know, you stick with you forever. <laughs> And this guy, his lesson that stuck with me was that when somebody proves you, tries to challenge you, you want to prove them wrong so freaking bad that like you're willing to do anything. So, so that was my thing with that guy. And I was like, I'm going to prove this mother effort wrong. <laughs> and, and so when I saw him, fire. Mm -hmm, so it gave me that fire. So when I saw him, you know, he knew that I wasn't playing games anymore. It was a great moment, but um but but moving along here so one of the things i want to ask you so what does your morning routine look like so you being you being a mom you know obviously you doing your you know your you know your work your business how do you integrate you know your you know how do you start your day how do you you know you know obviously have the baby involved and also how do you also incorporate the husband right so like what's your day with the stay-at-home grind for the chill mom Wow. Um, so my day start not as early as yours, six thirty. <laughs> right. I have to wake my daughter up for school. Okay. So she's she's seven, turning eight this year. Oh okay. have three children now. Really? That's right. I saw a big yeah, Yes, yes. Um so the the yeah, the primary schooler, um, she wakes up at six thirty, um, get her ready, and then we leave home at about seven o'clock and I walk her to school. And on the way, after I drop her off, on the way back, I'll listen to some sort of, you know, podcast to wake myself up, to get myself right. ready for the day. Um, come home and then I'll do a bit of stretching, a bit of just light breakfast. I don't usually eat a lot of like heavy thing in the morning because otherwise I'll just feel like going back to bed. Um, and then wake up the, um, the, the preschooler. I have two more preschoolers, wake them up and then send them to school again by eight o'clock. Uh, then by 8.30, I'm home again. That's when I start working. Um, then I'll work till about 1 o'clock and then, you know, pick kids up from school and then start again. It'll be 2 o'clock by the time we get back. And then by 3 o'clock, I start working again at about till about 5, 6 o'clock. And then we'll have dinner at 7 o'clock and then put them back by 8. 8.30, they're asleep. Then I'm out again with my husband either you know tv on but we'll we'll each be on like each side of the couch because mm -hmm. he's a 
own business as well. So he'll be working on his business on one end. I'll be working on my business on one end, and they'll we'll kind of like chat right along the way. And then yeah, that's that's my typical day. Um. So yeah. So that's sort of like been my life for the eight what for the past seven eight years. Um. So when when coronavirus hit or COVID nineteen hit, my husband was like, because now he's starting to work from home then he's like how do you work under this environment the kids are running around like hey this is my working environment for the past every day it's been the same yeah it's just that it's a lot um, tougher than i think most people think being that, working at home with kids yes yeah, a lot of interruption so right. kind of like okay it's good that they're now all in school in the during the morning so then i can do my focus work in the morning because otherwise you know if right. they're home, constantly getting interrupted it's just yeah it's just hard so right now i'm like you know hiding myself in the bedroom to talk to you while they're outside <laughs> <laughs> if we did, like, earlier my son was knocking on the door I feel I like, you could hear it <laughs> yeah that's the reality of mom mom life that's what has. That's what happens. I love that. Yeah. And, and listen. So, as, so listen. As we're getting near the end here, so you know, I, I have I have two final questions. So, one, where do you see the chill mom and yourself in the next five years from today? Uh, in the fast next five years, um, my plan is to grow Mom Boss Academy. The chill okay. mom is. Um, I I'm still very busy on Instagram. I saw like more. Mm -hmm. uh, influencer capacity to work with brands and these days there's a lot of um, live streams so i get mm -hmm. hired a lot to do live streams and webinars for brands and for mamba's academy um itself uh where i'm more focused on right now um i'm just looking to grow the team like you right. say right like not be in the business as much and just i'm um, hiring currently we're at three person team three people mm -hmm. So hopefully I'll have, I don't know, I think I like to keep it small, not as big as yours, John. Listen, listen, <laughs> I, I, hear, that. Small, I hear that a lot. Hiring moms and just, just still keep this as a um, lifestyle business while while I still have time for my children. Yeah. Yes, because that's absolutely. the whole point. I started this business because I wanted to stay home with them. So yeah. that's the number one priority. That's, yeah, it's a lifestyle can't, business. Can't forget that part, right? <laughs> Yes, it's, 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 it's bordering on like sometimes I am taking a lot of time away from them because, you know, right. your business and people require time and attention from you. Um, but I yeah. always say there's no perfect 50-50 balance. So never feel um, guilty for not having that 50-50 balance because who told you who told you that we need to be balanced all the time? Right. right. So some days will be more business and some days I know that um, I've worked enough so I can take like a whole month away to go to like we go to we spend December every year to um, to go back to Australia to spend time with my husband's family. And that's mm -hmm. all family time. Right. So, yeah. So that's my kind of balance. And this is tip over, you know, one way or the other. Right. Any work is fine. You know, at least I have the flexibility of time. Right. I respect I, that. You know what? I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's massively important. And yeah. and so my so my final question um, yeah. is is so one of the things that I always say to any entrepreneur or I always like to ask is you know what what is it that motivates you and keeps you going? Like 
you know, obviously I'm assuming your kids are a big piece of it, right? Um, but yeah. but is there is there like a, you know, a source like are you, do you meditate? Um, are you somebody like how do you how do you gain like your you know your your um, not only motivation but like how do you just keep going when the days get tough? Right, it's like yeah, yeah. You know, like what what drives you? You know, the kids are one thing, but mm. what else outside of your children? Like, is it that you that motivates you? But also, where yeah. do you go for motivational source? Motivational source. Yeah, like I say, like every morning I listen to podcasts. So I listen to Brendan Bouchard. It's like every yep. morning your habits are so important. So that's like, okay, I need to get this done and, you know, where I focus my time. But really it's just in the bigger purpose of things. So I just want to help more moms like, who I felt like my mom didn't have, like my mom just didn't have a mentor that she could go to. She has so much potential. So I want right. to be that for moms. And I feel like because I have two daughters and I feel like we are the first generation of moms who can show them that this is, this is a choice. This is the third option. You don't have to choose between work or just family. You can have a business from home. And we're lucky enough to be in the first generation where we have the technology to be able to do this. So let's set an example for them. So that's why right. I want to teach more moms to get on this route with me. And mm. um, we have we, we become the role model for our children, really. So I think that setting that legacy really drives me. I love that. I love that. And is there <laughs> is there... Is there a, a particular quote or a saying that you really vibe with? Mind over matter. Since I was eight, I was given this book. I love that. Let's I go. Mind over matter. I love that. That's so big. And, yeah. and so, you know, right now, this is where we're going to have you plug yourself. Um, you know, where can people find you? You know, uh, where, you know, website, social media, you know, like, you know, any academies, like what's going on and where can they find you? All right. So um, if you're a mom and you want to start a business or you're a mom already in a business and looking to grow your business, you can always come to momboss.academy. So that's momboss academy. You can find my blogs um, or you can follow me on social media, the chill mom, um, C-H-I-L, chill. Um, yeah. And, and we can connect further there. Thank you so much it. for having me, Juan. Of course, of course, Michelle, you've been awesome. Everybody go follow Michelle at The Chill Mom. Um, you're incredible. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing for your family, your children, and everybody listening. And so one thing that we do here, Michelle, so mind over matter, you know, with us, I'm all about being a language gladiator, right? So what mm -hmm. you say, you speak into reality, right? So a lot of times people live in autopilot life, right? Because we're so automated every day, you know? So instead of telling people, have a good day, goodbye, whatever, um, we, we always like to end this podcast and you'll always hear me saying, create a great day, right? Because it's up to you. You're the pilot of your life. Make it happen, bottom line. Um, so everybody out there listening, thank you so much for listening in. Create a great day and go give the Chill Mom a follow ASAP. Make it happen. Boom.